To be a Christian means to be called into relationship with God. Today, we hear of three men being called by God. Isaiah, Paul, and Peter. They are very different people. But there are some striking similarities, which I think can help us grow in our own relationship with God. Firstly, the invitation is to the real us. God calls us while we are engaged in the messiness of our life, in our sinfulness, in our shortcomings. God meets people where they are, not where they think they should be. Peter was called while he was fishing. Paul was called while busy persecuting Christians. And he calls you wherever it is you find yourself today. In our response, response to this call, sometimes we say yes to God, but often it's a half-hearted yes. We don't fully realize what it is we've been called to. Peter went out again to throw out his nets, even though he didn't understand why. He did it because somebody he respected told him to. Part of our own response to the call of God is the experience of our own finitude, meaning the experience of our own limitations or our own sinfulness. Isaiah says he's a man of unclean lips, unworthy to serve God. Peter tells Jesus to go away from him because he, Peter, was a sinful man. And sometimes we are like that too. We tell God that we are not good enough, that we are too sinful or too broken to say yes to him. It is often the scrupulous people who never get beyond their sense of sin and shame to achieve the mission that God calls them to. It's true, we are all sinners, but before we are sinners, we are loved, loved into being in the womb. The disciple who says yes to the invitation of God can move beyond a sense of shame to the experience of being loved. In movies, one of the dramatic scenes used to heighten tension is the person caught in the headlights of the car or train that is racing towards them. We, safe in our seats, urge them to run to escape but they seem frozen before the enormity of the fate rushing towards them. Life's like that too. We can also remain frozen in place, never moving towards life, never moving towards God. But the story doesn't end there. There is promise and the gift of grace.
the angel of the Lord brings a coal from the altar and cleanses Isaiah's lips. He gave his spirit to Paul and to Peter. And the grace of God enabled each and every one of them to respond, Here I am, Lord. Send me. Here is the arc of the human experience and response to God. That God calls us in the messiness of our lives. And that we can say yes to God without fully understanding his call. And sometimes it is our own overwhelming sense of sin that stands as an obstacle to our relationship with God. Not realizing that God loves us far more than he hates our sin. And the Lord gives us his grace. The grace to overcome these obstacles to saying yes. These obstacles to responding to the invitation to discipleship. The Lord loves us and gives us his grace to overcome all of these obstacles. But do we have the courage to believe, to believe in the promise of the Lord, to believe that despite all of our fears, all of our sense of unworthiness, it is God who calls, God who loves, God who finds us worthy.